Welcome to Rejoicing Heart Ministries. We hope everyone is having a great day. This is Robin Donna Litwin here to encourage you with the Word of God. Today we have a teaching about where your faith comes from. Our reading is from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Today's teaching is called, Where is Your Faith? This verse was written by the Apostle Paul to the Ephesians, telling them that by grace they get saved by faith in Jesus Christ. The Amplified Bible says it this way. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 in the Amplified Bible says, For it is by free grace, God's unmerited favor, that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation through your faith. And this salvation is not of yourselves, of your own doing. It came not through your own striving, but it is the gift of God. Grace, by biblical definition, is God's divine, unmerited, loving favor. This grace comes from God only and must be mixed with faith to receive salvation. Paul was saying that God gives you the grace to believe by faith to receive salvation. Paul continued on to say that this grace for saving faith is not of your personal works, but it is a gift from God. God supplies the grace along with the faith to receive salvation. This salvation is more than just forgiveness of sins. This salvation includes healing, prosperity, and deliverance in every area of your life. There is a story in Luke's Gospel, chapter 8, where the disciples and Jesus went into a boat to cross a lake. It says, as they sailed across the lake, Jesus fell asleep in the boat. While Jesus was sleeping, a severe wind came across the lake and caused the disciples' boat to be filled with water, where it says they were in jeopardy of dying. The disciples woke Jesus up to tell him about the storm in Luke chapter 8, verse 24. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. Jesus awoke and commanded the wind to stop, and it did, causing a great calm. Jesus responded to the disciples by asking them, Where is your faith? Little did the disciples know that their faith was right in front of them, speaking to them. But their fear of what they saw stopped them from trusting Jesus in that moment. God will never tell you to do something like cross a lake and not take care of any issues that come up when you do what he told you to do. Jesus was in the boat with them. If the situation caused everyone to die in the boat, we would have never heard about Jesus. But Jesus was right there to supply the faith to get through the storm that appeared to be deadly to the disciples. The most important thing you can get from this story is that you must keep your faith in Jesus because Jesus is always with you through the Holy Spirit inside you and he will never leave you. This was written in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. God said he will never leave you or forsake you. Jesus being inside you should give you great comfort knowing that you are empowered by his faith because it is inside of you. You not only have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you, but you have been given the measure of faith that Jesus has inside you, which the Apostle Paul explained in his letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verse 3. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Paul wrote that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. When Paul writes dealt, it is past tense. 
So this has already been done. The previous verses before this verse about the measure of faith urge you to surrender everything to God to fulfill His purpose for your life. Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 say, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Paul was strongly urging people to surrender your life to Jesus. Stop conforming to this world, renew your mind in the word of God, and you will prove God's will for your life. Then Paul continued on to tell you that you have the grace to do this, because God dealt you the measure of faith to empower you to do it. Paul gave an example of how he lives in the grace of God in his letter to the Galatians, chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul tells you that he was crucified with Christ, meaning Paul received Jesus' faith by laying down his life through dying to himself and allowing Jesus to live in him. Paul said he lives by the faith of the Son of God, not that he puts his faith in the Son of God. Paul lived through Jesus' faith inside of him. Remember that you have the measure of faith that Jesus has inside you through the Holy Spirit in you. You should be living by the faith of Jesus and not by faith in Jesus. Jesus' faith is inside you. Understanding Jesus' faith inside you is further amplified by the writer of the letter to the Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 which says, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. The writer of Hebrews said that Jesus is the author and finisher of your faith. Now you know that Jesus not only supplies your faith inside you, but he also is the author and finisher of your faith. This means that your faith starts with Jesus' faith in you. It ends with Jesus' faith in you, and all the faith you have in between is Jesus' faith in you. With Jesus supplying all your faith, you cannot fail. The Apostle Paul wrote where faith comes from in his letter to the Romans, chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Paul said that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. The Apostle John wrote about Jesus being the word that became flesh in his gospel, chapter 1, verse 14, which says, And the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Knowing all this should empower you to go to a totally different level in believing for the promises of God to be fulfilled in your life. You can pray, believe, and receive what you need, just like Jesus told you to in Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. There is no excuse to be struggling in your life when you understand that Jesus has done everything for you. He even supplies your faith to believe for what you need. Now, consider the question Jesus asked the disciples when they thought they were dying in the boat on the lake. Jesus asked them, Where is your faith? The answer is Jesus. All your faith is solely provided by the grace of God through Jesus. Jesus is the author of your faith, 
Jesus provides the power for your faith inside you through the Holy Spirit, and Jesus is the finisher of your faith. Use this faith from Jesus today to see your life transformed to believe for things you never thought possible because you doubted your own faith. You have Jesus' faith enabling you to believe for the impossible, just like he told you in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. All things are possible when you understand the power of Jesus in your faith. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you for giving us faith through Jesus. Help us to exercise that faith to see impossibilities become realities. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thank you for listening to Rejoicing Heart today. If this teaching has blessed you, please consider becoming a monthly partner to help us increase the ways we are proclaiming the Word of God. This is easy to do. Just visit our website at rejoicingheart.net. We thank you for your support. We leave you with more encouragement from the Apostle Paul from Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice.